New Zealand, Germany, Taiwan, Finland, and Iceland. What do all of these countries have in common? Well, for starters, they all contain the coronavirus and flatten their curves. And they also happen to be run by women. How many total deaths do you think each of these countries have had? New Zealand, they had 21. Taiwan only had seven. Finland had 301 and Iceland had 10. Germany, compared to these countries, did poorly, but to the rest of the world, they actually did pretty good, in that they only had 8,400 deaths according to the Worldometer website. To put that into context, France, its neighboring country, had more than 28,000 perish. What about the UK? Their number was greater than 36,000. So even though Germany had more than 8,400 people pass away, which is still a lot, when you look at their death rate compared to the other European countries, their actual death rate was much lower. Germany had a death rate of four, which means that because they were proactive in testing many people in their population as they could, they were able to catch cases early before they presented too late and infected many more people. Well, what about the United States? God, let's not talk about the United States. As we speak, we have a death toll that's approaching 100,000. 100,000! So let's put this into perspective. South Korea and the United States each had their first case on the same day, and South Korea's death toll was only 266. Now, I'm not saying that because these countries were run by women, that's why they achieved incredible results. That can't be true at all. But what I am saying is that what set these countries apart from others was their ability to act quickly, test widely, and listen to their leading scientists on how to contain the virus. It also helped that these leaders weren't right-wing extremists and governed by testosterone. So in today's episode, we want to talk about how these countries not only contained the coronavirus, but outright crushed it. What lessons can we learn from them, and how the United States despite being the leader of the rest of the world, did so poorly. Jacinda Ardern. Haven't heard of her? Well, she's the Prime Minister of New Zealand. She also happens to be one of the most effective leaders in the world right now. New Zealand had its first known case of coronavirus on February 28, 2020, which was more than a month after the United States had theirs. With less time to prepare and a deadly contagion within their midst, she was able to stop the spread and keep deaths to a minimum. So what did she do? Well, first she acted quickly. According to CNN, her first order of business was forcing incoming travelers to quarantine for 14 days upon arrival. That was March 14th. On March 19th, she banned any foreign travelers coming into the country. At that point, they only had 28 confirmed cases. 
On March 23rd, she announced that the country was going into complete and strict lockdown. At that point, they had 102 confirmed cases. The second thing that she did was that she tested widely. Not those who only had symptoms, anyone and everyone. Since people were able to get tested readily and often, they were able to detect who was being infected and figure out the spread of disease. This also helped in identifying who that positive person had been in contact with and quarantine those as well. The third most important step that she did was that she listened to her scientists. She didn't take over news conferences. She didn't go after reporters. She didn't promote false theories like it's just like the flu. It'll be gone when the weather warms up or it's all a hoax. She just simply listened. That's what we do at our, we listen. It's an important trait to have as a person and as a leader. I'm sorry, what? With readily available testing, contact tracing, listening to experts, and strictly shutting the country down for four weeks, she bent the curve on the coronavirus and the death toll remained low. Now it also helped that New Zealand is centrally governed and is on a remote island by itself. It didn't have to worry about individual states with their own governors making their own rules as to when to go into complete shutdown. They also didn't have to worry about right-wing extremists protesting their lockdown because their quote-unquote freedom had been taken away. What about Germany? Germany, like we alluded to earlier, had the eighth most cases worldwide. But like New Zealand, Angela Merkel instituted widespread testing, listened to their scientists, and trusted the government when they said to adhere to strict social distancing. According to the New York Times, compared to the European counterparts, Germany was testing 1.4 million people per week. All free, by the way. They didn't have to worry about copays or deductibles. They didn't have to worry about how much it would cost to see a doctor or go to the hospital. They could go get tested and treated without ever having to worry about a bill that could potentially bankrupt them. Having robust testing in place, they were able to isolate those who were positive and slow the rate of spread. They were also able to catch those who were symptomatic and treat them early, which prevented them from presenting when they became gravely ill. They also invested heavily into their intensive care units. Such investments allowed Germany to treat patients from Spain, Italy, and France due to the surplus of beds. Taiwan also followed a similar pattern. They found their first case on January 21st, 2020. From then on, they established travel restrictions and quarantined high-risk travelers. They also tested widely. They undertook rigorous investigative efforts to locate contacts who may have come in contact with the patient and isolated them as well. As a result, they were able to keep their case fatality low. This is what set them apart from other countries such as the United States, who went in the complete in opposite direction. We didn't have enough testing available, and still don't, from the outset, so we didn't know where the disease was. We didn't trace contacts, so we didn't know where the disease traveled to. We didn't listen to our public health officials early enough despite repeated warnings from Dr. Fauci. 
we just wasted valuable time in February and March by not doing enough to control the spread. The other thing that contributed to the United States' extremely high death toll was that individual states also chose not to lock down as they were worried about the economy. Some states put the priority of people's health first, while others decided to remain open and continue to have a rise in cases. This is really not rocket science, man. You don't need to take hydroxychloroquine to cure or prevent the disease from happening. You don't need to develop fancy antibody tests for mass testing. What you need is good old-fashioned epidemiology. You need to ramp up your testing at a rate of 3 to 4 million per week. You need to trace contacts and isolate them so you don't spread the disease further. You also need to listen to our leading scientists, especially those who have been doing this for 40 plus years. You also need competent leadership. Leadership that doesn't put the stock market over human lives. Leaders that know how to empathize and sure as hell doesn't tell you to inject bleach. The question is, does the United States have the will to do it? So far, that answer looks very bleak.